0: This is the worst. Which podcast. I like. I actually yeah. really like. I, I, like I like. I like it. the branding. Yeah, I do too. I, what the first thing I saw when I walked in, is that the worst gallery. was like, I like the worst. And even Alex meant like the worst. Something I was like, I don't know if this is intentional, but I'm liking what's happening. So, yeah, I appreciate yeah. yeah. the worst.
1: I think dropping that ah, uh, yeah, the worst uh, or uh, or whatever is like was cool. Like it's really cool when I walked in. And I was like, I see what they did. Yeah, and that's it's like memorable too. Like it's, yeah. in my opinion. Worst uh, itself is a little bit hard to remember. I remember, like, at the beginning when I first met you guys, I just, I don't know, just didn't know how to spell it or say it necessarily, but, like, worst is very straightforward. Yeah, and, like, people know
0: like, it, yeah, yeah. I know, we've been communicating email. I didn't even realize it was you, so hi. Yes. hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a busy day. We're
2: already
0: yeah. rolling. We're live.
1: Oh, sweet. So we already got that banter right there. We're halfway done. <laughs> That's good,
2: yeah. We, we some, didn't even know it. Got some B-roll. Oh, man. It. I saw
1: the red light. <laughs>
2: All right, here we are uh, on the worst podcast. The worst. The worst. The worst. (laughs) (laughs) I love Uh, the worst.
1: It's the best.
2: (laughs) Saturday of consensus, second day of our worst NFT gallery grand opening. Yeah. Here with Blake Jameson and Chris Bomley. Thanks so much for being here, guys.
1: Congrats on the opening. That's (laughs) exciting.
2: Thanks, man. Well, so much cooler with your art all around the gallery.
1: Mm, I've been able to be a spectator and see it like come together from the bare walls. Like, I remember this, even this area, like the first FaceTime call that I was on with you guys and seeing the space and how far it's come is really, really, really cool. It's really come along It's way. the worst. <laughs> I
2: appreciate that. So uh, you guys both have interesting experiences as creatives and in launching NFT projects. Um, Chris I understand you are creative director at the chive is that right
0: that's correct yes yes
2: and you've been working on a really interesting project lately what's that
0: yeah we've been working um very closely extremely close with bill murray on his new nft project that's coming out early july that's all I can say. We, we, we can't lock in too tight of the dates. It's always yeah, crazy. Yeah. But, um, we, yeah, we've been working That's really awesome. close with him. It's, and it's other projects that he's done or, or people have done with Bill.
1: Please be post no bills.
0: We have a post no bills. Sick. I'll give a hint. There's two Sick. post no bills. That's awesome. They're That's good. what I'd be chasing. They're good. Yeah. They're good. I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. I'm telling you. Um, and uh, other people have done you know documentaries or, or books and things like that about the whole Bill Murray story thing. We're actually working with Bill Murray. Literally, he's looking at our stuff. He's giving edits. He's giving critique. We have videos of him that come with the NFT. So if you purchase the NFT, you get these amazing videos of him looking at this stuff. So pretty, pretty cool.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and Blake, you've had the experience of launching a few NFT projects by yeah. now. Is that
1: right? Yeah, two and a half years of running around with my head cut off, testing things. (laughs) I feel like I I like I'm a very hands on learner and I I got into NFTs uh, early 2020 introduced by Micah Johnson and was just like, all right, let's just see what works. Let's just like throw stuff at the wall. And like, to some extent, two and a half years later, I'm still doing the same thing, just in like, with a little bit more context. Um, But yeah, it's, it's been awesome. And like a fun a fun expansion to like my art business and my art practice and and ways that I can like connect with the community of collectors and fans and and collaborators and other artists. Uh, And also like just the fact that all of that's like going to be preserved and have have that legacy right on the blockchain of the early days of NFTs, which I believe we're still very much in.
2: Absolutely. Still super duper early, right? I hope so yeah and i i always think of nfts as uh, the tip of the iceberg right totally. it's really yeah, just what sure. we're seeing totally. today yeah. yeah right there's so much more under yeah. the water if yeah. you will yeah. yeah
0: i think that's a really cool thing to say too is like the legacy of this thing we're creating and i say we the collective we yeah uh yeah. is is there's there's so much there totally. and that's something that as an artist as a creator yeah um i'm all about i'm all about creating something that's here for the long term and here we are on the digital landscape creating something that's here for the long term. So yeah, totally well said. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
2: So as as creatives, you help bring the vision to life, make it real, right? These folks have ideas, but you bring the, the picture or the visual to mm-hmm. the, the actual idea, right? Um, Blake, I know you've had a mm-hmm. few experiences bringing a bringing a vision to life. Um, how do you do it? What's the creative process look like for you?
1: So historically, as an artist, I'm a very analog type of guy. I paint paint on canvas, straight up. I like making things with my hands. I like just like building something out of nothing that I can then like touch and feel and hold. And I know that's like contrarian to the blockchain of these NFTs that are like, you know, authentic and and provable and scarce and this and that, but it's still like this digital thing. Uh, So some of the NFT stuff that I do is taking my physical artwork, photographing it, bringing it into the digital world, preserving it on the blockchain that way. Um, but a lot of it, and, and more often than not lately, when I'm doing like creative direction for, for a client or a company or an individual, I'm working with a, a team of natively digital artists that are familiar with making something in Procreate, which is not my preferred, uh, or at least my skilled method or, what, or whatever. Uh, and that was like, that was a fun evolution. I think for me as an artist of going from being the creator, the executor, the illustrator, the painter or whatever, to being the creative director where I get to work with a team of people that have different skill sets than me that, that, you know, are also artists and executors, but I'm more of a, a puppet master slash coach slash teammate. Like it's a very collaborative process. And that's like it was an unexpected benefit like when i first got into nfts in 2020 and started selling pieces one of ones out of my archive some of which was like paired with a physical and i was trying to really like bridge that gap when i don't even know what project or when it was that clicked that i was like oh like i don't have to be the one that like does the brush stroke i could be the guy that helps make sure the right brush stroke gets done in the right way to serve this client's need that's like a whole different level of creativity that like I hadn't really tapped into before. And so that was like a a fun surprise, I guess, out of it.
0: Yeah, it's weird when you become when you're an artist, and you become the creative director, it's like letting go of a little bit of that aspect of the touching and feeling like Mm -hmm. you said, Mm -hmm. and being like letting some other people's hands control. Mm hmm. It's also pretty satisfying, but different.
1: It's awesome. And like, to me, it was actually like, it ended up feeling like a natural progression because My art career, my physical art career was starting to really like kind of pick up steam and I was doing, doing well to the point where I was starting to hire studio assistants and having people for the most part handle logistics of my art business and not so much production. But there were times where even I was like, all right, well, I have this huge project and this big production thing. Like, okay, I need some assistance to come in and, and lay some framework, right. And put paint on canvas, like for, for me, right. As me as the artist, uh, but uh, really us as the like we as the artists, not even it's not even just about me, but I was already kind of relinquishing that control and then and then once it got to digital, it was way easier to be like, Okay, well yeah. I definitely know that I can't like what I could do on canvas, I can't do that on an iPad. Right. But I know people that can and so like we could link up and connect and, and bring these visions to life. Yeah. So that's been yeah. So fun.
0: It is cool.
2: And Chris, you have some experience as a creative director. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, I've been- Sounds like a little bit. Yeah, I've been a creative director for, I don't want to age myself, but I've been a creative director for probably 10 years um, in kind of the traditional advertising uh, media realm. Um, And that's, you know, coming from the art background, uh, it was a weird thing for me to do. And it was one of those things again, where when you're an artist and you're a creator and you're used to doing it all yourself um it's interesting to let go of that control and put that onto someone else and to have them you're 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 allowing someone else to create i don't want to say your vision because it's not sometimes it's not your vision sometimes yeah. it's someone else's vision and you're yeah. trying to kind of be the conduit between the client or the or the, someone else yeah. you know and and basically execute so that's something else entirely. But when you get to do something like the NFT project, and you're, I'm lucky enough to get to do that, where I'm creative direction, doing creative direction for that, where I'm hearing things from the client being Bill Murray in the situation, yeah. or, or even just my own ideas, and we're putting this thing out, and I'm having other people kind of create these things. It's wild. And so, so yeah, it, it is kind of the new medium of creation. You know, we talk about artwork and the creation and and where we are now and, and what's considered art on a digital landscape. Yeah. It's, it's, it's multiple hands. It's, it's, you said the collective we or the proverbial we, Mm -hmm. that's a big thing. So Yeah. yeah, I've had a lot of experience being creative director. I like it. I also um, I also just kind of like to just be a designer, you know, that's kind of my thing, too, is like I, I, I wish I could be an artist like yourself. That could just be art you and doing be, art. Man. But man, uh, I think I, f- I found my niche in like just being a designer, you know? Yeah, you know, I, that's kind of my thing. So,
2: yeah. 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 So quick aside, because I know the value. But imagine that a lot of folks haven't worked with creatives or, or artists. Sure. Or celebrities, for that matter, which is a whole different ball ballgame. Um, what value does the creative director bring to the project?
1: L- that question. it's uh, <laughs> yeah, a good one, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's the magic. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, it's it's the magic of just putting you're putting this puzzle together that didn't exist beforehand, and and it's all kind of this free, fluid, freestyle thing, where, and depending on the client that you're working with, like there's some type of box that you have to fit in, and you have to deliver this thing but like even them, the whole reason that they're hiring a creative director or an agency or or a team of individual artists to like execute the vision is because they don't know what they don't know. And they don't know they're like I know I know that I need something I- like this kind of but like I don't just want to do a rip off copy of this thing but this is the inspiration but it's got to be unique to me like it's it's just like it's the magic and I don't know I don't know any b- other better way than like you're like it's like you're hiring a magician to like Pull some stuff out of thin air and put the right pieces in place and trust them and their artistic vision that they're going to pull the right executors and put them in plug them in so that they're going to spit out something that's like that's exactly what I wanted that I couldn't couldn't even tell you what it was I just had to kind of tell you as best I could of what I think it is going to be and then I'm trusting your magic to like put that together and it's hard to put a price on magic and it's hard sometimes for clients to understand retro like looking back to be like well what even did you do? Uh, which is fine, like that's, that's that the, is that's what that's it that's is, you know like yeah. Right. Well, hey, you know what? That's the magic, yeah, right? Exactly, like yeah. we made it happen, yeah. and that's the magic. It's done. You yeah.
0: love it. They love it. Everyone loves yeah. it. What do you do? Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Just yeah. like with actors, right? Like Bill Murray. Like the idea of like getting on a screen and acting—the ultimate thing that an actor could do—is somebody getting so lost in the movie that it's like they're not acting. I'm watching it. I'm watching a thing that's. It's not acting. Right. And And you know
0: that person's a person, but he's acting and you believe everything that's happening. Totally, You're so bought into it and you
1: have to basically, you're doing the acting of the creative, maybe visual arts where it's like, you didn't even realize that I was making this like, because you were just so caught up in that, in that, in that moment. Uh, yeah, you're just, you're making the magic.
0: Yeah. I think, I mean, you said everything perfectly, but the value of a creative director, I think is like I said, like the conduit between, um, you know, account, uh, creative talent um client there's so many different yeah. budget that go budget line. everyone to yeah. where uh you're the person that's kind of the i don't want to say this but i don't wanna say maestro but you're you're kind of the you said earlier the puppet master you're kind of controlling a lot of different things um and your whole I, i'm i used to be a big believer in the creative brief that was like my thing like i okay. swore by the 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 creative brief was the 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 Corners that, like the, keystone, the, the keystone, keystone right. thing. yeah. Keystone. If everything if it doesn't go against it, if it doesn't have the creative brief ethos, get rid of it. Yeah, I, I live in a world now I'm a digital world where we don't have time to even put a creative brief together, totally, let alone adhere to creative brief. Totally. So we're now in this place where we get clients coming to us, whether it be for work or for freelance, or whatever it is. And all they want is something done. And they mm-hmm. want it done. And they want mm-hmm. it done. They want the magic. They want the magic. They want the magic. So the value of what a, what a creative director brings. I mean, good creative directors make it look effortless. It's that it's that ninety nine percent invisible aspect where totally good stuff looks like it never was totally yeah.
1: Like what do you even do? What do you even like, do? Exactly, exactly. I
0: thought that was perfectly said. <laughs> I I, it, I wanted to get on it. that because that was yeah. a good. You said it perfectly. It's yeah. true, yeah. and
1: it manifests in real life. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like that is what it is. Like yeah. it's the magic. Yeah. It, uh, like
0: you said, it's little, little that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so incredibly well said. <laughs> yeah. right?
0: He said it perfectly. Yeah. It's How about,
2: uh, I'll know it when I see it. Right. Oh, it's always yeah. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll know yeah. it's right as soon as yeah. I see it. Um, yeah. The old
0: saying I always heard was from clients it was a joke, but it was always like, show me something I've never seen before and show me three examples of where it's been successful. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> you know right.
2: Totally. You, you want, yeah. you want totally. proof from the market as right. it exists today, right. that what you're creating is going to be successful, but it's got to be something brand new and groundbreaking that no one's ever seen yeah, before. I
0: want to see something I've never seen before, and I want to see three examples of it being of yeah, that. Of it working. right? <laughs> yeah, before yeah. we get too deep. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: So let's talk about that in NFTs. You're you're creating something here, Blake, maybe you're working on some stuff. Yeah. Um, how do you create something that someone's never seen before based on what you know about the market? Other than magic.
0: Obviously, it's all magic. It's
1: all magic. (laughs) Yeah. So I think. So before I was a full time artist, I worked in digital marketing, and that allowed me to have a lot of creative freedoms where I was the video editor, I was the copywriter, I was the like social community manager. I was doing all these different things that that require different little niblets of creativity. Which was enough to like sustain me and keep me excited and keep me uh, enthralled in in that job for a while. And I worked there uh, in that industry for eight years from, you know, startups where it was a founder of one or a team of two bootstrapping all the way to like billion dollar brand publicly traded companies. And by getting that whole diverse experience. I had this, all these different little creative things. Oh, you have to make this video. Oh, you got to do a voiceover. Oh, you have to make a rap song. Oh, you have to do this. And I loved every minute of that, of like trying new shit. And then what happened is I woke up on my 30th birthday and I realized that I'm like, I feel like within the box of digital marketer, creativity wise, I've done the whole gambit. I've done, the, I did the rap song. I did the the con, content. I've run YouTube channels. I did social media marketing, paid ads, organic growth, like all like earned media, viral stuff, like every single thing that I could think of in that realm. I was just like, now I'm just like on, on like print and repeat. I'll just keep everything that I do. I'm like, Oh, this is like this other thing, which on one hand made it easier to execute and also easier to communicate with clients and explain to them like expectations and budgets and everything right that made it simpler but creatively i just felt like i got the growth was stunted i hit this peak and i also hit 30 and i'm like what am i what am i gonna do this for the rest of my life just repeat the shit that i've already done like in different ways and so that was kind of the driving force of me ultimately putting my notice in and leaving that industry entirely and shifting into art full-time and found painting uh unintentionally, like it's always been a love of mine and, and and landed back in that. And so now that I've been in that creative space, spent the last almost eight years now, seven years, uh, doing that, and at first it's like, oh, I get to paint a picture, that's new. Oh, now I'm gonna try and do a watercolor, that's new. Oh, now I'm doing a mural on the side of a building, that's new. Oh, now I'm doing a video around, like it was all this new, new, new stuff. NFTs gave me that, oh, now this is this digital art and it's this has these new properties and things that I can do. But I feel like, and I've been in the space for two and a half years doing tons of different projects that I almost feel like I hit that box, like that, that ceiling again, where I'm like, am I in the box of like, am I going to wake up one day and be like, what the fuck am I doing? I need to switch things up. And I realized with NFTs and with the blockchain is like, this is the Wild West. It's a new frontier. There's no best practices. There's no There's no standardized anything. And if you try to look at a standardized something, that's what worked last quarter. And ETH was in a different place the market. Like every every single thing was different that like you can't just repeat what you're doing. And so I think we're just in this really fun wild west frontier where I basically like woke up six weeks ago and was like, fuck, like, why does it have to why do we need rarity traits? for a project. (laughs) Why do we need to have, why is it a fucking discord grind for a whitelist for this? Like, what is that? That doesn't fucking make sense to me. Like all, all this stuff that I was like, just took a step back and I was like, we don't have to do it like that. We don't have to be in this box. We could be in, we can make our own box. Um, and so the project now that, that I'm working on is pushing literally like every single boundary that I could possibly think of like, well, okay, what's the industry standard of this? Great. Let's go. Let's do the opposite thing of that. That doesn't make any sense. What are you? You're not going to, no one's going to know where to mint. They're not going to know the website address. I don't care. Make them fucking find it. Like make it a game. Yeah. I, like lit. So, so that's why I'm like, I'm so excited about the next project that I'm working on is like, it just is like, I'm just trying to push myself outside of the comfort zone outside of just this, this normal fucking, in a box setting, right? That, that like I've found myself in multiple times now in my career in life.
0: Yeah, like someone's defined these barriers, but they have no basis. Yeah. 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 For, for side note, the best VO we've got so far is niblets of creativity. So I just want to point that out. So far, <laughs> that was I mean, a good one. Yeah, yeah. niblets is of yeah. creativity is my favorite. Yeah. No, I mean, Thanks, you're right. Yeah. Like, like, if, uh, if so and so or whoever says we should do it this way, we're in this space right now where we could we collectively could do whatever the yeah. fuck we want totally so right so why do it why do totally. it one way? yeah totally
2: but that's uncomfortable it for is. people especially yeah. in a client scenario right yes. the client definitely. wants to definitely the project I'm, I'm doing right work. now
1: there's yes. no there's no world that i could execute the project that i'm pl- that i'm doing it is a, it's a collab with with another artist and, and as well as like a team of executors and people to help me produce it there's no way i could sell this to a client and say yo i'm going to try this because it's literally it's like i just feel like i don't know it's like steve jobs sitting in a fucking basement thinking about like well what if a computer did this or looked like this is like everyone's like what the fuck do you mean is going to look like is going to do that and be like that like they don't get it but and and maybe steve jobs had and that's just a random example maybe any, any him or any other creator has a crystal clear idea of like i'm making this thing that's never existed before and this is what it's going to look like i'm thinking you know i'm trying to make something that that's never existed before and i don't know what it's going to look like and i love that about it but you can't sell that to a client yeah but that's like where like i get to lean back into like i'm not i guess creative direction kind of but like i get to really like do the art like to me like that's that's the pushing the boundaries is the art for me that's the niblets that case, that's the niblets yeah, yeah those are the yeah. good yes, niblets. The niblets yeah the best niblets <laughs> rise to the top
2: living the dream make, making your own project there, making your own that life. is that is living yeah. the dream yeah it's really that's it's right.
1: really fucking cool and like and my and my partner on it is my girlfriend who's also a painter uh phenomenal artist shout out Meg Zaney. uh shout out yeah and so it's just interesting navigating a project and you know this like with it with a life partner right in into like a business business zone and we had this conversation the other day she's like well what if because we're putting like a lot of hurdles into actually even in the nft scope of things i can say this much at least like it you're not just it's not going to be like promoted on twitter like yo public mint is here like go mint it's like you got to you got to dig for it and you got to find it you got to be following the story we're building story first she's like well what if not enough people find it and what if it doesn't mint out and what if it this i'm like Who cares like we already won because we're doing something like wildly different and like to me the last six weeks of ourselves like locked in the studio thinking about these crazy ideas and then whatever's existed we're like all right, let's go that direction is to me that's like the winning part and I think because of that I actually think it will be wildly successful and I think people will pick up on that like authenticity of like I'm not doing it to fucking try and make x amount of ethereum. I'm doing it because I want to like push the boundaries of my own art and push what I can do and and not be wake up every morning feel like I'm stuck in a box again.
0: And the fact that you did it is a success. Yeah.
1: And it's on the blockchain forever. So yeah. like even if people don't appreciate it now and then they look at it 6 years later and everyone's doing some weird shit like that, they're like, "Yo, you know what the OG project that actually p- pioneered that was? It was this project." Right. And you can prove it very crystal clear, no yeah. argument, yeah. right? Versus like I thought of Facebook before Facebook existed. I just didn't move on it. It's like, yeah, of course, you fucking did. Right. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like now there's fucking proof of it. It's there's a cool. little
0: blockchain proof. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: yeah. That's amazing. Uh, Chris, I wonder how your perspective varies on that. You're working in a client scenario, probably some KPIs or outcomes that you're driving towards or I mean, how's your strategy different? Yeah.
0: Good question. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're fortunate that it's Bill Murray you know totally. and, and i think that bill murray is one he of might
1: these be the only client that would let me fly with the idea that yeah, i'm running with like, yeah, like he's the type of dude that's like oh you want to do some weird shit all right
0: and, and all right. we've had this conversation right. with him about yeah. doing weird shit and he's yeah. like and actually his representation has said to us you guys gotta do more weird shit that's amazing so we've done we've done some really weird shit yeah and um I think we're super fortunate that he, it, for him, it's not a dollar thing. He does, totally. He doesn't me, need the money. He does not. He doesn't need, need the, bag. the money. He does not need the bag at all. Yeah. He is literally trying to create something that will be permanent. Totally. And and I think that's kind of. I mean, I have goosebumps. Think, dude. About I've
1: seen you get goosebumps like three times. <laughs> and I almost called you out before. I'm like, I know, you're like you're in it. You're like in that, dude. And I, I, appreciate, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think like, it's really fucking he, cool. He
0: is. He is down to make this thing that will be around forever because I, you know, truthfully dude's getting old yeah. and, and he is, he has done some really cool stuff both yeah. on screen and probably yeah. cooler stuff off screen. Yeah. And I think he's at that point of like every old guy that just wants yeah. to sit around. On his side to, quests. Yeah. And they want to sit around, drink a little, you know, glass of scotch and tell stories. Yeah. And that's where Bill Murray's at. And he doesn't really totally. want. Yeah. I mean, cool. He'd be, he'd, he'd be stoked to make some coin for his family. Cause he's got kids and the whole deal. Sure. But him is not tied to to money. So to ask to answer your question, are we connected to KPIs? Maybe once we get this thing going, we might be and once this thing becomes a thing, and we're doing all the events and all this other stuff that comes with it. Um, But as of now, it's been a really fun, super creative, dare I say, organic, uh, creative process with Bill. Yeah. Truthfully, the way it goes is I spend a ton of time with our CEO we talk about the stories that he's written, both Bill and and, and the CEO, and I basically come up with this, whatever the graphics are, we send them off to Bill, and he says,
1: Yes, no, change that. Like, but but that's fucking very joke. little. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, Yo, that's fire! Yeah, like, I, I, I can imagine that. Like, and his representation literally yeah. is,
0: will sit down, much like this, and record him on their cell phone, and, and he's he's giggling. He's he's that's hilarious. Amazing. That's oh, the it,
1: KPI. How many giggles we get out of Bill Murray? Like to and and that could be like a legit thing. Literally, you guys could like measure. It'd be like, all right, guys, you know what? we want to fucking our our goal is to send fucking bill this 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 treatment yeah we're looking for four or five deep belly giggles and we got them right like like, that I think that's a cool thing one of the NFTs that
0: we were working on it was good I mean the artwork was great the story is great yeah but but Bill Murray saw it laughed his ass off yeah and was adding a little color to it and that video was going to be a part of the NFT so when you buy that NFT you get get that video yeah it's
1: the or yeah that's
0: amazing. it. You, so you get cool. Bill Murray to laugh like that. Yeah. You got something. So totally. yeah. So that's so, the KPI. I like that as the KPI. Yeah. That's our KPI. Yeah. yeah. How many giggles? How many laughs do we get out of Bill we get Murray? Out of Bill. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. many
2: giggles and how Bill many goosebumps?
0: Giggles. I mean, so far I think I got like four.
1: Yeah. I've so. seen a couple. <laughs> I'm the same way too. I love it. I love like being in a situation where I'm talking about projects, even with fucking random strangers, and I just get goosebumps because I'm like, they don't even like I'm. It's crazy. Like yeah. it's fucking like, so much fun. Like yeah. like that's the world that we live in right now. It's like we're just shaping the future from not like we're molding. It's just fucking crazy. A hundred percent. Even crazy.
0: even today, before I came over, my wife was like, "Are you nervous?" I'm like, no, I'm not nervous because I I I'm into this. This totally. is this is what I'm into. So yeah. So I mean, if you want I mean, to be talked about like fuel prices, yeah, I can be a little bit nervous about it because I don't know shit about that. But like, you want to talk yeah. about creating cool NFTs with cool people and doing cool stuff and what that means. Yeah. I could talk about it. So yeah, that, yeah I'm not. And yeah.
1: something like, like talking to speaking to that a little bit that I really appreciate is like, if you're thinking about KPIs, like fucking giggles or goosebumps, then things like, like floor price or wherever the market is and where Ethereum is like all of that, like everybody that's been like the last, I just got goosebumps. Look at that. <laughs> everyone, every, we're, everybody's we're freaking out right gauge, for, yeah. for six weeks. Over like, oh my god, Ethereum's taking a dump. Oh, this is the end of everything. Like ETH as we know it is dead. Like what like whatever it is. And I'm just like, I got fucking earplugs in where I'm like, dude, that's I'm my KPI has nothing to do with where the price yeah, of Ethereum is exactly. or what the floor price of blue chip projects are. I don't give a fuck. I have bags that like sure I hope Ethereum goes up and I hope that, but That's not how I'm hoping to make it rich, is by, like, the Ethereum I'm sitting on. It's, like, what I'm going to build into something that's, like, I'm making the magic. Yeah. And the magic has no bearing. And, in fact, like, arguably, like, better opportunities right now in in this bear market is, like, okay, cool, you guys all want to quit because, like, ETH is low? Like, fuck you guys. I'm making magic and, they like, like, I'm about—I'm chasing the giggles and goosebumps. Yeah. My my thing is I want to be a part of it. So this is
0: my entry. Yeah chasing giggles and goosebumps all day dude i love that niblets. i want to
1: coin i think we should coin that N-
0: giggles and goosebumps kpis
1: really giggles good. and <laughs> goosebumps
2: <I> mean, <laughs> I, i'm sitting here thinking like how do we work niblets this? yeah <laughs> niblets <laughs> giggles and goosebumps <laughs> that's I it. Think we yeah. Did it yeah i think that's a yeah, wrap. N- yeah. niblets giggles and goosebumps yeah, yeah that's, that's all we really need yeah that's yeah. right everything else is secondary <laughs> you guys are awesome this has been yeah. great it's good thank yeah, you yeah thank you
1: so
0: much